We love supporting and promoting the creators of musical theater throughout the world. And we would love to have your support as well. Go to musicaltheaterradio.com and click on the Become a Patron button because a supportive community is a strong community. Welcome back to another episode of Be Our Guest here on Musical Theater Radio. I am your host, as always, Jean-Paul Yovanoff. For the last three weeks, we have been speaking with performers of Alpha's The Best of the West End event on April 12th, 2023. And today we will wrap up our four-part series with the fourth member of the quartet that makes up the incredible talent performing that night. Let's dive right in and get to learn more about today's guests award-winning guest matt henry matt welcome to the show thank you welcome thank you for having me yeah no problem no problem so before we get into to that the alpha event which it sounds incredible uh let's get to know you a little bit better though uh so in 30 seconds who is matt <laughs> 30 seconds wow um well i am a musical theater performer i perform in the west end done a whole bunch of shows and won a lot of awards for the shows I've done and had a great time doing that and um, looking forward to performing for the, you know, at the best of the West End. Awesome. So I'm always curious, were you always in a musical theater growing up or is that something you discovered a little bit later in life? It was something that I discovered a little, well, I wouldn't say a little bit later. It was some, I started out singing in church, like, most people do um from my background and um and my love for singing led me to doing performing arts um at college and then that's when i kind of first entered or knew anything about musical theater i mean that as a child i had seen kind of shows such as joseph's technical dream coat and you know um you had to learn the colors you know when (laughs) school assembly um but I guess, yeah, I guess going to college was the first time I really fell in love with musical theatre and the songs that, you know, from different loads of different shows. Um, yeah, just opened it up to me. Nice. I'm always curious. Did you ever think about going out into any other uh, career outside of performing arts? Something, mm-hmm. something you went, oh, maybe if I had only gone in this direction instead. Do you know what? I went to university and I studied sociology. Um, and I think it was more to do with my mom's influence. You know, mothers have that influence over the children and kind of coerce them into, I don't think the arts is for you. So, um, you know, she's trying to get me to become a social worker, which I got my degree in and then kind of was like, no, 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 I still want to perform. So I think I've always wanted to perform, even though I did try and study other things. You know, it never hurts. And, and you know, being a social worker in the arts, there's a lot of people that need some help. So <laughs> you are you are keenly trained to live this life. <laughs> so your first West End show was The Lion King, I believe. Right. So I'm always curious, how heavy is that headpiece? And, you know, how is it affixed to your head? Do you know what? It's affixed to your head by a kind of bike mechanism whereby you tighten it at the back and then there's a pressure point on the on the brace that you press, which releases it. Um, it does look like wood, the effect that it has. Um, and, you know, it's relatively light in some respects, but um, I guess when you're tired after two shows and you're having to swing it around your head, it can become a little bit tiring and heavy, but um, yeah, no, it was a great, it was, 
it was a great show to be my first show, um, my, fir my first baptism into, you know, the West End and the professional world of musical theatre. What was that feeling like that first time you stepped onto a West End stage and you looked out and you're like, wow, I'm here. Oh, my God. It was so enthralling. Like, I don't, it was just so exciting. I kind of just felt like I was home. It was really weird. It's like I really felt like I had found my, you know, my place in in this performing arts industry and in this world of wanting, because, you know, it's something that you've always, you want when you're training. It's like, all you want to do is be on stage in a West End show. And then you get there and you're like, oh my God, I'm actually, pinch me, someone pinch me, I'm here. Um, so yeah, that moment was really an eye-opening moment for me. So you finished your run with Lion King and then four years later, you ended up with puppets again. <laughs> is there a trend here or i like puppets <laughs> no i i totally enjoyed avenue q and you know i'd grown up on sesame street and you know um i was always kind of akin to kind of making doing you know as, you, as a child you do shows for your parents you know they probably they have to painstakingly listen to all, all the songs <laughs> You know, they've done that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it was always in me to kind of want to do puppetry and learning how to do it. Oh my God. And working with Nigel Platts and the whole team. And it was just, yeah, it was such great fun. And it's something that it's a skill that you learn. And I kind of, I love it. I love it. Did you, I'm always curious in, in that type of show, you're, do you have to train yourself to look in the puppet's eyes rather than the, the actor's eyes? Or how hard was that? After um, you, yeah. But what it was seen so interesting that like you kind of, almost the two people kind of merged because they kind of had the actor wearing gray. So you kind of could hear the voice and the emotion come from the actor. Mm -hmm. but the actor had learned how to kind of position the puppet and how to make the puppet emotive. And so in a way you kind of were looking at the puppet, but, and you felt like the puppet was alive. It's, it's such a skill, it's such a skill. Um, yeah. And even like there were moments when I used to stand side of stage, I used to watch Julie Atherton and she was playing Kate Monster, singing Fine Line. And I was like, oh my God, she's making the puppet cry. The puppet looked like it was crying, but it's, it's, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy how you just wow. kind of the brain and the mind just succumbed to that these two beings became one, or the one being became one with the puppet. It was yeah. it was beautiful. Wow. And you were in that for a quite a long time. You had quite a long run with that. Yeah. I kind of I started out as the understudy in the swing for Gary Coleman, but then also learned puppetry on the side. And then um I then kind of stayed with the show for two years and then I kind of left and then I kind of got called to say the show's going out on tour and how they'd like me to you know reprise my role as Gary Coleman and I also went back as the resident director so it was kind of wearing two hats you know being Gary Coleman something I'd done before but resident directing I kind of had watched and learned from my own resident director on Avenue Q and yeah I kind of took Took the ball by the horns and did it, and it was fantastic. Good, good. Uh, I was having a discussion with my uh, lady friend last night. Just uh, what would it be like to have a long run? 
in a show and keeping your focus and, and keeping the energy up. How do you do that? Wow. I guess each audience, every audience is different. And so I feel like every show is different and every show is going to be different because it's, it depends on the person who's playing it and how they feel and how you feel and what the response that you get, you know, and what, how you react, you know, as they say, acting is reacting, you know, how you react <laughs> to what you're being given in that moment. And so I feel like people, you know, people can stay in shows for a very long time, three, four years. I know someone who's stayed in Lion King for 18 years, mm. you know, and it's kind of like, there's just, there's something, there's there's some joy or there's something that moves you and wants you to, you, want, you know, you want to continue feeling that adulation or feeling that feeling when you perform that song or dance, that piece. Um, but yeah, it, it's, I, I find every night exciting. Every night is exciting. And I think that's what draws you back to staying longer in, in these shows. Yeah, I, I agree. She's not in theater, so she doesn't quite understand. So <laughs> that's why yeah, she yeah, asked yeah. the question. <laughs> so in 2015, you starred in Kinky Boots. And uh, I'm curious, the balancing act went from your head to your feet with those heels. So <laughs> I've tried to wear heels. That's not easy. And you danced in them. How? How? <laughs> Again, it's like <laughs> it's another skill. I love poetry yeah. and my blood. I commend women or anyone actually who wear heels. Um, mm. It is a task. It's a task that you know you can train yourself to be better and to you know your whole center of gravity shifts and um, and we have kind of six weeks rehearsals. But I lived in my heels. Jerry Mitchell, the director, mm. you know, during rehearsals, I'd walk in at 10 o'clock for rehearsals and I didn't take my heels off until six o'clock in the evening when we were finishing up. And he was just like, if you leave them on, your feet will become accustomed to it and your body will start to learn how to stand and how to move. And, and you know, and then when you took them off at six o'clock, you put your feet into a bucket of ice water. <laughs> 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 to take the swelling down i mean so the, the the love that we do you know the things that we do for theater it's um it's crazy but no <laughs> you know after six weeks you become i was you know i went from being bambi to like black beauty just it was just it was just it was so good, was so good. <laughs> nice. and, and we talked about the first time getting on the west end at the beginning now the olivier Right. What again? That moment. You. Your goal is to get to the West End. But then, <laughs> is it even in your head to think? Obviously, it's in the back of the head. Going, I'd love to win that one day. But then, getting the nomination and then that moment. What's that? Yeah. Um, I mean, I had always. Um, there's a actor called Adrian Lester who went to my college in in my home city, and I. I, was, I think I was 18, 17, 18 at the time, and my teacher read out in the class that he had gone to London and he had done lots of things, but he had done company, played Bobby in company, and um, he won the Olivier. And that was the first time I'd ever heard about the Olivier's as well. And I was like, oh my God, wow, I, I won the Olivier. <laughs> um, you know, maybe putting it out there in the universe, I, I, I guess. Um, and then that moment came where I was nominated and then you're nominated and you're, you're kind of going, wow, okay, this could happen. But I was also nominated against my co-star, 
um, Killian Donnelly, and um, and I think we both, you know, we both said to each other, regardless of how this plays out, you know, look what we've created, look what we've done, look how far we've been able to come with this show, and you know, we've both got nominated, and if either of us win, you know, we will kind of, um, I guess, announce, you know. In, in have the other person in our speech kind of saying thank you to them as well and it's not just my award but it's also award you know I, I couldn't have done it without him and he couldn't have done it without me and so we both had had that talk and then yeah it just happened to be my luck that night and wow yeah. you know and it's, it's something that you don't know like people are like did you know had they told you before and you don't you don't you're sat there that was you know, people have seen it on YouTube, my reaction. It's a genuine, oh, my life. What? <laughs> they, they said, my name, they said, my name. <laughs> so, so where do you keep it? Oh, my, um, it's in my um, living room. Um, I have this shelved mirror um, and it's sat on there with my other little um, other awards mm. that I've, you know, I've had over the times. And yeah, it's, it's there pride place in the living room so everyone can see over the fire <laughs> that's awesome congratulations on that that's Thank fantastic you. so we've talked about all your west end stuff which leads us up to alpha's the best of the west end what a great lineup of performers the the four of you that it's incredible um have you been on stage with them before i've been on stage with ben so i did the best of the west end when it returned to the Royal Albert Hall um, in London. Um, just that it was one of the first kind of major, um, I guess, after the pandemic, um, one of the first kind of major gigs that I had. And it was in, you know, the Royal Festival Hall holds over like thousands of people. And it was such a welcome back to theatre. And to be a part of that was was amazing. It was so it was so amazing, and I'm so excited to work with Lucy, and I'm so excited to work with Louise as well. You know, I've known of their work, and I know I I know them, and um, yeah, I'm really excited to get you know get back on stage with them and kind of create some theater magic. <laughs> I know the choosing of the songs is a collaborative process between you and uh, the group. But how did you how do you with all your songs and everything? How did you, you know, start to whittle it down? What was your well, process? You kind of, you know, they asked for your favorite songs, songs that you feel you could get the crowd going, songs from your own career. And I think for me, you know, I'm known for Lion King, I'm known for, you know, but I'm predominantly known for you know, my Olivier Award winning performance in Kinky Boots. And so I always feel I have to pay homage to that by singing, if it's not my father's son, it's hold me in your heart. Um, and, you know, it's a big, it's a big number. And um, it always, every time I sang it, it brought the house down. And I just kind of, you know, so I always kind of suggest that song. But there are songs also that I, from shows that I've just loved, you know, I've never done Hamilton. And so I always suggest a song from Hamilton. Um, and yeah, you know, I just, it's just theatre shows you love and you've been a part of, or you want to be a part of, or you've kind of, you know, you just love the music um, of the show. Which song do you think that the audience, if they didn't hear, would riot? Like, they're like, Matt, you didn't sing this song? 
I think Which it has to be. <laughs> it has to be Kinky Boots. It has to be a song from Kinky Boots, definitely. Um, you know, be Land of Lola, not my father's song, or Holding Your Heart. You know, it has to, you. You know, that's what people know me for. So, and, you know, we've got the cast recording that got Grammy nominated. So, you know, people have our list have been listening to me on these on these recordings. So, yeah, it's. Um, I think there'll be a little bit of uproar that I didn't sing anything. <laughs> is is there a song that um that you perform that just you get so into that you lose? You know, there's there's no more audience, there's no more stage. It's just you and the song. Is there anyone that that you just get lost in? Oh my god! I mean, again, it's from Pinky. It's holding your heart. I mean. It's such a huge Whitney Houston moment, and it was. It's you know in in the musical it starts off in a old people's home, and then it kind of becomes this epic moment, you know, with the strings and the whole band, the orchestra, and you do you just lose yourself in that moment, um, just acting through song and storytelling. I think that's one of the things I think I've learned over my time and my experience of growing through musical theatre is that if you can nail a song through acting, through song, you know, it connects with people. You're not just stood there just belting out big numbers. You're really kind of moving people. Um, and I'm a very, I, I feel I'm a very emotive singer, so I really connect with the words of that show and those songs that Cindy Lauper wrote. Fantastic. I wish I was closer. I'm in Toronto. There's so much great stuff in the UK and in London that I wish I get to. And this is one of the things. So um, congratulations on everything you've done and uh, have a great time at the, the uh, performance that night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. No problem. All right. We were just speaking with Matt Henry about Alpha's The Best of the West End, which is happening on April 12th, 2023. Tune in next week as we'll speak with another guest or guests about their life, love, and passion. That is musical theater. I am your host as always, Jean-Paul Yovanoff. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.